Hello, what's up? Welcome back to She Wakes Up. I'm super excited. You're getting a brand new me because the last couple of weeks have been the most amazing, uplifting, fulfilling, and freeing weeks of my life. So many things are lining up for me. I have a business partner. I have launched masterminds, memberships, sold programs, courses. I've been to women's events. I've seen the power of people that pour into exclusively their passion and walking away from the comfortable and the safe environments like a nine to five provides. And I will tell you what, over this last weekend, I have done so much spring cleaning. I've cleared out my closet, like literally and figuratively, um, gone through my kids' stuff, got rid of a bunch of things. We have home renovations that have been on pause because my husband's at home juggling the kids and all of their things while I'm at work. And so if you know anything about home renovating, the time that it takes, the money that it takes, when you're doing it yourself, it just prolongs the projects. And the projects keep coming. And so like we never really got to dig into that. We kind of hit a pause with all of the things. And now that I'm not working, I didn't have to check my work schedule. Today is Monday. I didn't have to look at a phone. I didn't have to be on a meeting. I didn't have to talk to anybody that I didn't want to talk to today. And I just feel so fucking fulfilled because it's literally everything that I've been wanting to take my time and energy into, but I hadn't had that availability because I was so bogged down with all the things that my nine to five was giving me. And today's episode, I just want to talk about getting into your feelings. And the reason that I want to talk about this and the reason that it relates to what I am talking about with leaving my nine to five is that since January, I have been putting this bug in my ear, probably within the last like six to nine months, I have been thinking about like, what if, what if I left my job? What would my life look like? And is entrepreneurship in a full-time gig like even possible? Am I going to be able to make it? Can I provide for the family? Too scary, don't wanna even go there. But in the last three months, I've been really serious and dropping hints to my husband like, be ready, cause this is gonna happen. And I know myself and I know that when I have an idea in my head, and a plan to back it up, I will do the damn thing. So in January, when my business partner and I collaborated and we created this mastermind that was very successful our first round and we're about to launch the next round here in April 1st, the doors open up and I'm just like, I'm feeling it because the work that we have done, it wasn't even about the money. Like the money and the people that signed up definitely gave me that leg up to be able to back what I was already trying to do. It just solidified that even more, but it wasn't even about that. It was about the transformations and the testimonies that we were given in the six weeks that we did this program that was just blown our expectations out of the water. That really solidified it for me because I was like, that's where my time and my passion need to go. That's where my energy belongs. It belongs with those women who are ready to pour into themselves. And I, if I'm going to talk the talk, I need to walk the walk and I need to do all the things that I'm saying, all the scary things about stepping outside of your comfort zone and taking the leaps of faith and getting into your intuition and tuning into that and letting the logical mind stop talking you out of the things that are really meant for you. So when I talk about feeling your feelings, we do such a good job of masking our emotions. 
We are the strong ones in our family. We got to hold it together when somebody else is struggling, whether it be our kids or our partner or we're suffering at work or there's just stress happening. We do a really good job of hiding all of that from everybody. And what do we do? Usually we try to lock ourselves in the bathroom for maybe two minutes if we're lucky to feel, to cry, to scream, or sometimes we have a little bit more time and we're able to do a little self-care, but it's rare. Or we let it just fester and build up until we explode and it usually just projectile vomits all across the people that we love and care about the most. It's unintentional. We never mean to hurt the people that we love the most, but it's this buildup of emotion that we don't allow ourselves to express as things are happening in real time. Rather, we just let them build up until we become this volcano that just explodes all over the place. And I want to talk about the importance of stepping into your emotions and how that has helped me scale my own personal growth as as well as my business growth. And we are often told, you know, we got to be strong. We got to be the supporters. We got to be the ones that hold our family together. And, you know, when our kids are crying, we can't cry with them. And, and, And that's bullshit. If somebody's emotional, that's okay. Let them be emotional. And if that calls your emotions forward, Feel into that. Get into your emotions. If you are stressed out and you just need to like scream in a pillow or cry, don't do anything violent. Don't do anything to hurt yourself or somebody else. Find a healthy release, but also follow that up with conversation, whether that's with a professional counselor, therapist, somebody that you trust, somebody that you know, somebody that loves and supports you for who you are, somebody that you can be like, hey, I'm laying it all out for you and I just need you to listen. And not even necessarily give you advice, but just somebody to take the weight off of your shoulders that you've been carrying around. Because we are those people. Like we take it in from our friends, our family, our coworkers, our bosses. We soak up everybody else's shit. It just compounds and it becomes very heavy. And so sometimes we just need to either express it verbally or we need to step into the emotion and just feel. There are a few things that I want to share with you that can help you find healthy ways to cope. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I enjoy drinking, but honestly, in the last three months, I have been drinking more regularly than I would like to. Nothing like unhealthy or dangerous, but I am a very healthy person. I work out. I eat well. I like to take care of myself, and I have noticed that I don't like this about me. I don't like the habit that I have formed because I'm trying to cope with the things that I don't want to burden other people with, right? I don't want to talk about the shit day that I had at work or the problems that I'm having at work because they really don't matter at the end of the day. And when I come home from work, I don't want to unleash all of that. I want to enjoy my family. I want to spend time with my kids that I haven't seen all day. I want to talk to my husband about his day and share a little bit about my day, but I don't want to debrief all of that garbage onto them. So... Like I just, you know, I, I have a drink and then I have another drink and then I'm like relaxed and calm and, ah, you know, like I look forward to having that drink when I come home from work and it really like in my mind, I know that that's not what I want to be doing, but emotionally, because I haven't allowed myself to release that emotion until recently that I'm like, I am just masking the issue at hand, right? And if this is you, if you have another vice or habit that you feel like you are trying to let go of, it's hard. And I'm not knocking you for it because there's been multiple times in my life where I have turned to unhealthy coping mechanisms 
I always like know that it's not for me. It's just, I got to find a way to get out of it. And for me, what has really helped is finding support. Really honestly, having my coach, having this mastermind, having something to focus on has helped me tremendously. I've been talking to high quality friends. I have been getting really purposeful with my relationships and my friendships because they have helped me just talk through very similar things. And it's funny when you find quality people and like-minded people who are wanting to do and create the same things that you are, how much you really do have in common that you can have a conversation about that is solid and that helps get you to that next step. And you're like, oh my gosh, I never knew talking to so-and-so would have been so uplifting and like the medicine that I needed for my mind. So finding support has been huge. I've also learned throughout the years that the more that I beat myself up or the more that I like cut everything off cold turkey and I'm like, I'm done, right? That's when it just fails. I'm a work in progress. I talk about this all the time, right? We are a work in progress. We're never perfect. There are things that are gonna get us off of our path and we just have to remind ourselves that we need to hop on quicker than we did the last time. We need to get back on track. It's okay. We're all allowed to you know, fall off every once in a while, but we got to get back on. We got to get back on that track. And when I was losing weight, it was detrimental to my progress when I told myself, like, you're not eating any more sugar. You're not eating any more carbs. You know, whatever it was that I was like cutting out of my life entirely, I craved that. I wanted it. And then when I did have it, it was like I completely lost control and binged on it because... I had deprived myself of that and told myself, no, this is the forbidden fruit. You cannot have this. That made me want it more. It made me think about it more. It made me consume way much more than I would have had I had just let myself have it in the first place. And so the same thing, it's like you can't, sometimes you can, and if you can, that's great. But most of the time you can't just cut things off cold turkey and all things in moderation. I'm not saying I'm not going to drink ever again, right? Because I do. I enjoy the socialness of it. I enjoy the taste of it. I don't enjoy the intoxication. I don't want to be intoxicated. I don't drink to get to that level. I drink to just like enjoy, right? Take the edge off a little bit, but I don't have to rely on it. I don't need to look forward to it. I don't need it every single day. It's like a treat, right? It's not something that I need. It's not a requirement for me to survive. And over this weekend, I have reflected back so hard because it's been on my mind for the last few months as I've been going through this whole like transformation and getting myself away from this space has really helped me look at things in a different perspective and understanding that I need to find that support. I need to replace my habit with healthier habits. So instead of going right to a drink or socializing with people that are drinking or to have to be in that environment to feel some sort of relief and calm, I need to find other habits that help me cope. And I've been doing that over this last few months. I've been getting better, but really within this last weekend, I have noticed a huge difference in the way that I feel and the ways that I've been able to cope. So I've been able to get outside more because I'm home and my availability has changed. 
I have been able to do fun things with my family because I'm not exhausted at the end of the day. And I'm not worried about all the things that are on my to-do list for work come Monday. I have been meditating more. I went to my first in-person yoga class with a good friend of mine, also one of my support partners in this whole transformation process. Shout out to Jen. I absolutely love you. But we just killed it in hot ass sculpt yoga on Friday for the very first time in a very long time and the detox effect of that and the mental, just emotional, physical, all of it was such a release. I felt so energized after that. Like I was exhausted. I, my muscles were shaking. Like I was, I don't sweat a whole lot. I was drenched. Sweat was dripping off of my nose. Like I was on fire. But when I was done, I was like, girl, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a run. I just bought some rollerblades. Yeah, because I'm taking it back to the 90s and early 2000s. Literally just bought a pair of rollerblades and I'm so pumped to use them. Just a side note. But I'm like, I am so energized and fired up. Let's go. Like I could do so much more. That is the dopamine that I needed. That is the feel-good hormone. And that is what is giving it to me in such a way healthier way than a sip of alcohol. And so I'm going to tune into that so much more. I'm going to go on a regular basis because I felt so good afterwards. And I'm like, this is what I was craving, but I just didn't have the capacity to do this because of the situation that I was in. And so finding those other habits and things that you can do to cope that are healthier can help you to eliminate some of those vices and habits that you're trying to get away from. And then also, you know, doing this reflecting and digging deep into discovering the reasons why I would gravitate towards alcohol. And there's just like this whole backstory that, you know, we don't have time for, but all of us have this digging deep that we need to do when we get to things that make us feel less than or things that we're not proud of or these habits and vices that we have or the ineffective coping mechanisms or the impatience, the anger, the stress, the anxiety, whatever it is that you're feeling, there is a deeper reason why. And so if you can dig deep into that and whether that's through your own inner work, whether that's working with a coach or a professional counselor, therapist, or whatever to help you get behind that exact reason why you do the things that you do, that can be a tremendous help. But also remembering that usually the habits that we have are around our feel-good hormones, the dopamine, the serotonin, and we need that uptake of feel-good hormones. And we're going to do things like even things like oxytocin, you know, people that are addicted to sex and things like that. It's like the feel-good hormones. We want that initial kick of good hormones to be able to release all the stress and shit that we're putting up with. And so we find a way to fill that void with usually unhealthy coping mechanisms or habits. So the stress, the mental health, the expectations that are put on us or that we put on ourselves, the feeling of not being good enough or not giving ourselves enough time for being alone and and self-care and all that stuff to really refuel and refill our cup. When we don't do that, we turn to things that will do that in the immediate. And for me, like I said, that was a glass of wine at the end of the day. You know, that was a couple of shots with my husband to just like 
quote unquote, celebrate that it was the end of the day and I don't have to go back until the morning. And, you know, just like making every little excuse to give it validation that I needed that to feel better and to take away the edge from all the stress of the day. And this weekend has been a complete eye-opener and a waking up moment because it's something that I have been wanting to do. I was masking all the stress and things. I didn't want to blow up on my family. And so I was finding a way to just take the edge off that I didn't have to talk about it. I didn't have to internalize it. It was just like complete numbing. And then I could just go about the rest of my evening and put it off until tomorrow. And then tomorrow I would start like a whole new thing, right? And so this brings me back to the very first point of this episode is that it's important for us to feel our feelings. And when we're feeling unsupported, we're feeling anxious, we're feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, angry, sad, whatever it is, we really need to dig into that and allow ourselves to release. If other people are feeling emotions around us and we feel emotional because of that, it's okay to be and tune into that emotion. And tuning into that emotion is going to just help you relieve some of that stress, anxiety, whatever it is that you're feeling, and help you get further and further away from the unhealthy coping mechanisms that you tend to gravitate towards, such as alcohol or smoking or marijuana or uh, binge eating or you know sitting in front of the TV, whatever it is that your unhealthy habit is, and you know what that is, maybe you have a couple. But the point is, is when you bottle everything up and you don't allow yourself to release and express how you're feeling, it's going to turn into something toxic. You're either going to develop an unhealthy coping mechanism or habit, or worse, it's going to become a chronic illness because you are allowing yourself to stay in that toxic, stressful, anxious state all the time, that's going to create inflammation in your body. And the inflammation is going to then in turn turn into chronic disease or illness. We see it all the time. Stress is the number one killer. You have to allow yourself to have that release, whether it's by yourself, you have somebody that can support you, whether you go to a group, whether you talk to a therapist, I don't care how you find a way to release that, but until you do, you're always going to turn into these toxic habits or not turn into, you're going to turn to (laughs) the toxic habits or the unhealthy release through spouting off, turning away from people, becoming isolated, having these toxic self-care habits that really aren't doing anything for you. And it's just going to be this cycle of misery until you allow yourself to really open up and reflect back onto why is it that you're feeling this way? How can you deal with it? And how can you release it in a way that's healthy for you? So if you can recognize I'm feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and anxious because of my job, and in my job, I'm feeling this because of all of the personnel issues that are coming to me that I'm having to deal with other people's problems. I don't have time to worry about my own shit. I'm constantly overwhelmed with their shit. And then I have to bring this home and I don't want to blow up on my family. So I'm just going to push it down, push it down, push it down. I'm going to have a nice drink. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it all over again. And eventually at some point, I'm either going to blow up on somebody. I'm going to go down so far in this rabbit hole of 
drinking or whatever habit it is that it's not going to be good for anybody or I'm just going to put myself in a state of chronic illness or disease because I cannot find a way to release this in a healthy way. So it's super important that you find something that you enjoy that gets you away from that stress. I know it's not always possible for us to just walk away from our job. I totally get that. But there are other things that you can do. Find something that is good for you, something you enjoy doing, something that is health beneficial, whether that's going to an aerobics class or a yoga class, or if you're just taking a walk on your lunch hour, something to release, a bath at the end of the day, go get a pedicure you know, once a month, whatever it is that you need to do to just take some time to refill your cup is going to be super important in helping you to just get through the day-to-day without causing yourself and the issues that poor health habits and coping mechanisms can cause on you, your body, and everyone around you. So I will revisit the few things that I said were helpful for me in letting go of those vices and those habits and allowing yourself to feel your feelings and step into that emotion when you're feeling it, allowing yourself to feel it and release it. Whether that be by yourself or with other people, there is no wrong way to go about that. It's just important that you allow yourself to feel and don't take the brunt of everybody else's emotions without allowing yourself to feel your own feelings. So important. Also important to find support. Have somebody or a support group or a therapist or somebody that you can go to and have them just hear you out. Don't beat yourself up. We are all a work in progress. This is something that takes time. It took us time to get here. We need to take time to get back to where we would like to be. Make sure that you wean yourself off. You do not have to have the pressure of quitting something just cold turkey. And remember that all things in moderation are okay. This doesn't have to be a all or nothing approach. You can still have things, but remember that it's moderation that helps you be successful in feeling well and eliminating the risk of chronic disease and illness and stress, anxiety, and all those other things that we talked about. Replace the toxic, not so good habits with healthier habits. So instead of going to a substance or an unhealthy behavior or an unhealthy environment or person, Find ways that help release that energy and that emotion in a healthy way through exercise, through proper nutrition, go check out a new hobby, go do something that you enjoy, go be with somebody that fills up your cup, somebody that's positive and that's going to help you go through this, not somebody that's going to pull you further down. And then lastly, dig deeper into discovering the reasons behind why you are going and gravitating towards these certain habits, whether that be stress, mental health, the expectations that you put on yourself, the um, lack of self-care, not enough alone time for you to decompress and reflect, and just making sure that you continuously work on yourself and knowing that we are always growing, we're always changing, and there are always things in our life that we can reevaluate. And if you're not happy with where you are or you need help in certain areas that you know you're not really wanting to be in, but you feel stuck in, reach out to somebody that can help support you. 
I know that through, you know, my own life experience that when we're down, we tend to connect with other people that are feeling the same way. And then you just sit there and you like complain together, right? You share all the woes and you're like, yeah, this sucks. And then somebody else chimes in and they're like, yeah, and this is what I'm dealing with. And it just doesn't help anybody feel any better. So I encourage you to find somebody that can really help support you and lift you up. Somebody that you know, that you look up to somebody that has lived through something that you're going through that can really help guide the way for you, whether that be a professional or just somebody that you are closely connected to that doesn't judge you for any place that you're in or anything that you share. That is super important to find somebody that's not going to go behind your back and, you know, put all your business out there or judge you for what you're going through. That's why it's helpful um, sometimes to have an outside perspective, you know, whether working with a coach or a therapist, because one, like they have that privacy policy in place. And so they really can't share anything. And two, it's like, they don't really know all of your business. They just know what you share. And so you really get that non-biased, non-judgmental feel from them. And that can be super helpful too. So I am going to drop my information in the show notes for you because I do offer three spots a month for one-on-one coaching where we do just that. We really dig into whatever it is that you need a little help in, whether you're feeling stuck, you just need a little bit of support, or maybe you just need that time for yourself and you're going to use it as an excuse to get away and have some time to yourself without worrying about what anybody's going to say or think or do or whatever. And you just need that outlet. I'm here for that. So I will go ahead and put that information in there. If you were feeling called to join our mastermind, the doors open this Saturday, April 1st. So I'll put the link in the show notes for that as well. If you feel like you want to join that, those are just a couple of ways to work with me. As always, I'm here to support you. I never want you to have to feel like you're going through this alone. So if anything is on your heart and you just want to have a conversation, no strings attached, there's no commitment, seriously reach out to me and I want you to know that there is no judgment here. And whatever you're going through, I'm here for you. So your business is your business. It stays between us and I am happy to lend an ear and and guide you in any way that I can because I know sometimes when we're going through some hard shit, it can be a really lonely road. So I don't want that for you. I've been there. I've done that and it sucks. And I wish I had somebody that offered that support to me once upon a time. I appreciate you. I'm really excited for what's coming in this podcast and all the time that I'm going to have to devote to you and pour into you. It makes me so happy because I'm able to finally fulfill my passion 110%. I'm here for you. I'm here for it. And I cannot wait for all the things that are coming. Thank you so much. And I will see you back here next week. Yeah.